Let's go. Cool kids step to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. Bitch, you don't work there. Feel like I need a shower just looking Gotta at Gotta get ready, get quick. Yeah, I'm up next on the Prince. They ain't been the same ever since. What? Living pretty we cut the head off the stage. You're gonna be single for the rest of your life. Brad Lesnar on the beast. Look at the heat. Sleep flex on the beast. Look at the heat. Whole new swag with a pass on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level got a decrease. I get no bitches. Bringing content on the daily. Feeling like Gresha Least. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between. Welcome back to the Gresham Lee's Podcast. This is episode number 40 of this illustrious podcast. Joining you as always is the purveyor of mischief, the voice that does the most, Gresh. And joining me, as always, is none other than the queen of rebels herself, Swallow the Bandit. What's good with your familia? Hello, everybody. Um, I hope everybody had a great week, a great day, a great time, wherever you was at. Um, I really hope that um, today has been a prosperous day for you. So um, let's do it. Let's get into it. What we got today, Grace? Oh, yeah. You know, we got our typical main event of being stepping back into our time machine where we run down what we watched this week, which was... Literally, for the, I think it's for, for the first time we watched the weekly show of this company. We're going back to TNA Impact, or before they was Impact Wrestling, from August 6, 2009, where a, a riot breaks out in the Impact Zone. Uh, I didn't realize that was the episode we got into halfway through the show, but... Uh, yeah, we got a right. We got we had some some solid match, some solid in ring matches here and there. But I think the main fruit of of this of that episode was the riot that took place because I believe that was the first time, it, to, to my knowledge, that there was a riot of that magnitude and, and that pro, pro, like produced on mm-hmm. mainstream television ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure they... I don't even know if anybody tried to really duplicate that. I mean, I'm pretty sure they probably done it in NXT because Lord knows NXT is uh, a chaotic in, uh, place to, to work. So, yeah, yeah we're going to we're gonna relive... <laughs> we're going to relive TNA Impact uh, so you guys can know what we're going to cross the line, as they like to say. We're going to cross... This cro- episode was great. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, we're going to cross the line as, as they kept trying to get us... To, to, that's literally the, the slogan of the entire cross the line. Make sure you cross the line. Cross the line. But speaking of crossing the line, we're going to cross the line on our side and give you guys a, guys a few house notes here for Gresh as well as the Gresh and Lease podcast. And speaking of my namesake, uh, I am back on Twitch this past Tuesday, March 14th. I Your boy stepped back on Twitch for a fun time. It was pretty chill. It was pretty interactive. We played through WWE 2K23, and it was everything I thought it would be. It was fun. Well, it was a fun, well-polished WWE 2K22. Of course, I had one crash after playing through my rise a bit, but overall, it wasn't a bad experience. Um, I paid for two deluxe copies of the game after spinning the wheel. And shout out to uh, Coltrane and Hornet, who wasn't the original winners, but they are the two winners for the giveaway. But keep it locked on my Twitch in the near future. I'll be doing more giveaways once all my bills are paid. I'm not broke. 
I'm not broke, but I'm not balling like that yet. So, right. <laughs> just letting y'all know. We balling on a budget. Yeah, we balling <laughs> on a budget. Once the bit, once the bills are paid, then we, I can, I can get, step out and play. So that's how we rolling. And plus, I'm saving up for Detroit because I'm not trying to go broke when Detroit hits. I'm not trying to pay for all my stuff and then I don't have nothing to to, to eat <laughs> because right. I'm, I'm I'm giving too much. So l- let's be real. Like if, if stuff start popping off where money start coming in left and right, then there's, then there's that. But for now, the giveaways will be sprinkled from here and there. But make sure you tap tap into the Twitch. Uh, so far, the reception was pretty, pretty positive. Uh, it was, I started off the, you, you wasn't in the stream, so I might as well catch up. Uh, catch up the bandit on this one because I know she she was booked so she wasn't really available to do a lot of stuff but uh I started off the stream with uh with some retro 90s <laughs> intro intro um in, intro, show intros nice. like I started off with Kenny and Kale you had to I had to sprinkle in your sister's sisters uh what you call it uh what was it? what was his name Jet uh, Jet was it Jet Jackson or something like that? Was it Jet? Uh, it probably is. is it, it was. It it was a show that I didn't necessarily watch growing up, but I heard of it. It was, it was this dude named Jet. Uh, some people probably know who I'm talking about. Uh, also, you, you know, I, I threw in Fresh Prince. Uh, not the Bel Air remake, but Fresh Prince. Uh, all that. That's so. Was it that's so? No, it was more, mainly Nickelodeon stuff. That that was on there, proud family. Uh, so okay. I did, I did sprinkle in a few, and I was I, and and that was something I was gonna I did on the fly because what I wanted to do with these streams is kind of take a be myself as far as like reminisce with my childhood, relive my ch- like, but also realize that my 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 me growing up, what we did growing up was some of the best shows. Like a lot of these theme songs nowadays ain't really hitting. I don't know right. what it is. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's the the uh the what you call it the the musicians are just not feeling the shows or they just feel like they're obligated to it, but you don't really or somebody have, that don't pl- appreciate the nineties. That's what I'm cause... saying. Like it's not even a nineties thing because some of the eighties stuff was pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And right. some of the early it's like it's like it's an occasional where the music is catchy. Like I can give I can give shout out to the Game of Thrones and all that stuff because they actually put their passion into the the, the music series. the series. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like these sitcoms with that that you that that my nieces and nephews and all these other people are listening to. They they be like, hey Uncle Josh, can you listen to this? All right, I'll listen to it. But then it be the intro be just like, all right, I skip it. I'll, right, I'll like I can't. I can't. I can't sit through this. I'll just skip that. Shit, I can't so. do it. I gotta skip the intro. So that's why. I, <laughs> so that's why I wanted to like just set the set the mood, set the tone. I, I might keep it. I might do that where I just sporadically play ninety stuff. And so, and the, the chat was pretty feel, was feeling it. So I can I can tell I wasn't doing anything wrong. Uh, if you missed it live, I'm pretty sure the video on demand is still on Twitch. But I think some of the songs are muted for copyright reasons. So that's why I always tell people to catch the stream live so you can get the full experience. Because if you don't, then when you watch the video on demand, you're going to get some like probably 95%. Because especially music yeah. that is copyrighted that I don't have the license to use. Yeah. So also speaking of WWE 2K23, uh, my first video on WWE 2K23 will be dropping on... Monday and I might end up double booking and double doing it and doing a Wednesday video release as well. 
uh, because I want to make up for this week because I didn't, I'm didn't. i more than likely not going to drop one this week. Uh, I might upload the archive for the stream that I did, a more chopped down, cond- condensed version. If I get to it, it was literally a three-hour stream. Um, but it's another fantasy booking for the one that's going to be dropping on Monday. I might, if it's finished in time, I might drop it Friday. Who knows how, you know how, you know how sporadically my brain works, but, uh, the next video for, or the first video for WWE 2K23 will be the next fantasy booking where I booked the 2023 Queen of the Ring tournament, which was announced for May. It's in a way a continuation of my King of the Ring booking video. But I wanted to make it as current as possible with who's in the game. So there's that. So you're probably going to see some people who are probably DLC that should win this certain scenario. But they're DLC. They haven't been released yet. So I can't really work with it. And then the day one calls aren't really... The day one calls, like shout out, speaking of WWE 2K23, that's enough of the house notes. Uh, But speaking of WWE 2K23, I, I had the opportunity to skim through certain aspects. It, it's legitimately 2 k twenty two polished with additions <laughs> like uh like and that's not saying that's a bad thing because 2k22 while flawed or it's like with being empty with certain spots 2k23 somewhat had made up for it. of course there's the day one bugs like if i'm using creator and arena the referee is invisible so there's no referee in a, in a normal match uh if i use a custom logo it bounces back to the, de- the default setting instead of spacing it out so it, lo- it looks unfinished uh some mo- logos disappear uh what you call it um the game obviously crashed because i played my rise but it, it it's not as i haven't had too many frequent crashes also online sometimes like goes offline like it'll be it'll say oh this is this is a glitch which is a common day one thing I expect this to probably be as many patches as it was for 2K22, which was, I believe it was eight or nine. So I expect it to be the same amount of patches because it's 2K. Like, that shit is never perfect. <laughs> like, people who have survived NBA right. for years playing pretty much the same freaking game just with an updated roster every year. And people pay, people pay for it. I think I paid 110 for the icon edition, which is basically my faction awards, a lot of people like a, a lot of people. I haven't really had the opportunity to sit down to play through like my faction all stuff. I got a show in the morning uh, at the time of this recording, and then I'll probably do it right afterwards. But and I obviously got this show working on this show, working on con- other content. But I'm a, I'm gonna get around to more than likely streaming more, and uh, oh, I might as well go. Why? What do you want to know about Two K Twenty Three? Or did I tell you I everything? I did think about well, you, <laughs> you kind of gave me majority of everything because I was gonna ask how's the gameplay. You already answered. Oh, the, it. yeah, the gameplay is pretty much. That's what I'm saying. It's a well, it's a, a more polished 2K22. It's it's obviously got its little moments because I know I I put clips on Twitter on Twitter, especially when I was playing through showcase mode. Uh, Undertaker, his legs started tweaking out when I hit John Cena in in Dang. in the barricade, and it was, it was I'm like, is he stretching or whatever the case? <laughs> but they clip, but they cl- obviously the chat clipped it. So shout out to the chat for clipping it. But it's 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 little stuff like that that I I, I feel that could be patched in. Like I don't have anything negative to say. I I went in, and it's probably because I went in with low expectations, like I did with 2K22. Okay. It's like, and that's what I do with my wrestling too. Like, I go in with low expectations, looking to be blown away from my low expectations, and that, and because the worst thing you can do as a creator, 
a consumer is going with high expectations and then when it's not hit, then you be disappointed. And like low results. And you just start shitting on everything. It's like, did you expect this to happen this way? Like a lot of people probably expected this game to come with a million new match match types. We got war games. I'm pretty sure making sure that that doesn't crash takes a lot of resources. So what they're probably going to do is make sure that doesn't crash this game and probably the next game, and then they may be going to introduce a new <laughs> new match match type the next game. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and then it's like certain little things that I had the opportunity to just play through on 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 stream. Obviously, we beat up Hulk Hogan because it's fuck Hulk Hogan in these streaks or Terry, whichever one you want to want to call it. Uh, but it's like little stuff like that playing through. I I didn't hate it so. Other than that, it's like right now, especially with my early 2K23 videos, I'm going to use custom attires. But until I feel like feel feel comfortable with using, especially with the with the custom arenas still kind of sort and showing bugs, I will probably stick to the default attires in in my videos until I feel like they patch some stuff to make sure it works without crashing my game. But uh, other than that. And the and the story in my rise, I don't want to spoil it because I, I don't know if you want to play the game or whatever, or if anybody haven't played the game. Um, they for the men, you, you're stuck into a character called the Lock, and then you're stuck into for the for the women, you're stuck into a character for like about legacy, about being a second generation uh, talent. I don't hate that idea, but it's like I wish they. Uh, they give you more options to to turn that nickname off because hearing lock puns throughout the entire mode almost made me pull my my locks out. So, no oh, man, no. It was cuz it was it was so it was so corny. It was, oh. it was so it was corny. It was corny lock puns. It was like, "Oh, he has the Intercontinental Championship on lock. He has he has the whole division on lock." I'm like, and then the way they said it, the lock. His nickname, his name was literally the lock. And then people, people was like, "Is not that a bad pun on the rock?" <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and it was, and it was like, yeah, but it's but when you take that away, the booking and the and the actor who played the the creative star, the lock, as far as with the men, I still haven't had the opportunity to sit through the women because it's literally hours upon hours. On of gameplay, which uh, I will more I will dedicate both of those to live streams, so you won't be seeing me create videos like I did last year with 2K22. And the reason why is because I'm gonna be real, the video stunk. Like as far as like viewership, it, like I did. I, I the one thing I don't is one, one thing I don't do is like I test the waters. I put my I put my I put my whole editing box in spin in, on it, spin yeah. on it, and if nobody watches it. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to focus on something else. So, gotcha. so it's like, and, and then it's like from the, 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 the stream that I did for my rise, the, it was well received. So I might as well stick to it. And also shout out to 2K again for finally getting some freaking locks that is close enough to my hair for starters, because my God, I, I was so tired of saying that same old, Short bob dreadlock setup that they gave us for the past ten years, <laughs> but I put it on Twitter and I showed them like finally after playing these games for two hundred years they gave us different <laughs> variation of locks 
dreadlocks. It's like <laughs> if you need me to come fly out to t- wherever y'all scan so y'all can get designs, different designs. I got people who can give you f- freaking designs for this game because the locks that y'all been having in this game has been ass or or very limited. So that overall, that's my that's my only my overall thoughts on two K uh twenty three. And uh, speaking of one more house notes, uh, this Friday, I will be doing a movie Friday on Twitch. Uh, basically, what I'm going to be doing, because I put a poll out for a few weeks ago. I was like, what do y'all think about a classic 90s, 2000s type beat for movies where we, we, throw, up on, we throw a classic movie on, on, on screen and we, and we vibe and we, and we chill? Overall, people voted, yeah. And some people voted nah, but still do it. For those of you who said nah, to do it, I'm going to do it. Movie Fridays are coming, and I believe the first movie that we are going to stream, ladies and uh, gentlemen, I believe, I might be wrong on this one because, uh, yeah. Friday I, night. So, at- it's Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's going to be after SmackDown. Smack is Let's down. Go. And the reason why, you said what? Let's go. That's what I'm saying. The reason why I did that is because who wants to watch a movie in the middle of the day? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like... Besides me, if I'm not working. Like, if I'm like, you know what? Mm, Let me put this movie on and see what this is about. That's what I'm saying. 10 p.m. (laughs) to whatever time it ends, we talk a little bit, then we we click out. I don't see no problem. But the first movie is what's the worst that could happen? Oh man! Okay, <laughs> classic. <laughs> I'll watch that again and again. Oh, it's been God. a minute since I've seen that classic. movie. It has been a minute since I've seen that movie. It's like that was the the perfect first one. And then obviously I'm going to do. I'm focusing on the classics. The reason why is because I can sort of get away with putting those on screen because they're so old. Like we're probably gonna we're probably gonna throw some Tubi movies up there too to kind of oh, yeah. some bad movies. Up. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're gonna do. Just put some movies that it's like that we're gonna laugh and joke about. And like I'm not trying to like no disrespect to the to the fantasies and the dramas. I ain't trying to watch no drama. Like I, I want to laugh. <laughs> I want to laugh. I want to laugh. Like let, let's let's I do have that. a balance, but I love to laugh more than anything. That's what so. I'm saying. So and, and then <laughs> when that when the movie's thrown up, the jokes will fly. So yeah, shout out to uh, the people who voted on this because it was just an idea that I just th- that literally just came to me. I know I was like, "What do we do that?" Because I don't really see a lot of people do like movie type beats on Twitch, and if they do, I don't I don't see them because I don't go searching on Twitch. I'm not a Twitch surfer type beat. Like if we're not following each other creator wise, I really don't know if you exist and vice versa. So, but. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? We'll be t- tapped in. Make sure you tap in twitch.tv slash, hey, yo, it's Gresh. Uh, it, it, and literally, and if you want to find other ways to support the the channel, solo.to slash Gresh. All right, now it's time to step back in time for TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. Or maybe maybe let me do this proper. I'm so, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Let me do, <laughs> let this, me proper. do this proper. Let me do this proper. <laughs> TNA Cross the Line. Man. Before we get into the show, what you think about this episode? You say you enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed this episode. Although there are some people that I really didn't 
remember like that. So <laughs> don't feel bad. Other than that, I did enjoy the show because at first, like during the course, I was like, okay, who is this? But, but <laughs> 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 I had my moment. I was like, huh? Like, hold on. No, like, no, no, don't don't feel bad. There's a few <laughs> that I had to like in, in the middle of the show, I had to pause it. I had to Google. I was like, what? Who is so and so? What is so and so up to? Oh, you you ain't wrestling no more. Oh, you in Mexico? Oh, okay. I'm like, it, it was stuff like that that I was like, oh, because most of these people outside, obviously the main event mafia, because this was the era of main event mafia and all these other people. Anybody who wasn't in WWE before, I was like, or if I haven't seen them, if I don't see them now in AEW, then I'm like, who are you? Right. <laughs> so, but uh. TNA Wrestling crossed the line for August 9, 2009. That's what we're here for this week. We start off the show with a recap of last week's impact with the song, Burn It Down. Burn It Down. I've never heard this song before until like a few months ago. Because I think I was randomly watching a random TNA pay-per-view on YouTube, and I heard this. I was like... What is this song? Why haven't I ever heard this before in my life? And obviously it was in 2019. I really wasn't watching back then. I was still WWE. I was on autopilot, but I was still in WWE. But this was Burn It Down by Filthy. F-I-L-T-H-E-E. And I'm like, okay, you had to be different. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Featuring Major James. Uh... It was basically a recap of last week's impact of Hernandez making his return to in-ring action, defeating Samoa Joe with the face paint. So he was Nation of Violence alongside Taz of the Main Event Mafia, proclaiming to the world that he will be the first TNA World Heavyweight Champion that's Latino. MMA superstar, pre-almighty Bobby Lashley made his TNA attentions clear. I'm still hungry. I want titles. I want to run this place, but you guys are still in titles. Talking to the main event mafia, basically pro- proclaiming himself the that he wants to the TNA world title for himself. And then the hardcore legend himself, Mick Foley, shocked the world when he captured the legend's title with an assist from the icon Sting. Has the main event mafia reached a breaking point? Plus, AJ Styles has taken round one in a best of three series to see who will face Sting and Kurt Angle for the TNA World Heavyweight title at Hard Justice. This was around the time they gave their their titles or their episodes a title. So the title of this episode was Powers Unite. So I like that little touch because I know someone who watched TV shows like, like I think when there's drama involved, they always typically uh, label their their episodes if it's not on Netflix. Because I know back in the CW days, they used to label all their episodes like uh, after pilot is like whatever random name they they came up with that made no fucking sense. But it is what it is. <laughs> or it won't line up with the show. Exactly. Like, what? You're like, what does this have to do? And for the, people who don't the follow... The title. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, if people who don't follow production behind the scenes, then... We uh, you won't know exactly what we're talking about, but basically, if you go into the description, there's a title of the episode that literally looks, it looks the same. Uh, it's, it's basically written like if you watch Power or something. I think they label certain episodes, so stuff like that. 
Uh, we have a earlier today segment where Limo arrived with Kurt Angle and Eric Young exiting the car. What is going on between these two is the big question. Like, what is going on, Kurt? Eric Young in a suit that looked a little wrinkled, but that's not my. That's not neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> then we then we get the show intro. It is my destiny. It is the truth I see. In this world, I find the way to contemplate. I like this intro. I don't know why it got me. It's, it it reminded me of the Attitude Era Raw intro, <laughs> a little high key. Like, I be doing what I be doing. I be doing. It's dope though. You said what? I said it's dope though. Oh yeah, it's a go to intro music with TNA. Uh, the open pyro goes crazy here. Like it was. But they was in the Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Uh, tonight on Impact. I'm trying to sound like Mike today. I'm sorry. Uh, it's match number two in the best of three series between AJ Styles and Matt Morgan. Plus, Sting returns to the ring against Magnus of the British Invasion with Mike Tanay and Don West, rest in peace, on commentary. Uh, we kick off the show with the main event mafia, that theme song. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> well, located. I was like, they got, they had to be crying back then, boy, cause. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, man. But uh, out first is TNA World Heavyweight Champion Kurt Angle. That's a beautiful belt. I don't know why. Like, yes, it is. that was one of the most beautiful belts I've ever seen growing up. And I'm like, when they changed it, I was, I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hulk Hogan and Immortal changed it. it. They changed it to the Jeff Hardy's face. In purple font, and I'm like, this is ass. But uh, yeah, th- it it made you feel like this was a world champion, cause it was just it just that's why I it's like when you see the it, that's why I kind of have a fondness for the AEW world title as well, because their title looks like a world championship, and it's like I I I I mess with Roman Reigns and the Bloodline, but the WWE title does not look like a world championship. It's just like a it looked like a promotion prop. That's pretty much it. Like it doesn't feel authentic. It's li- and then he ha- he has two versions of them: a blue yeah. one and a black one. They do. They do. <laughs> like, and I'm like now I'm like dang. No, I know I, I get it. You understand? You I'm, you trying to make both belts look great? I get it. But we had to change this because this ain't fitting you right now. <laughs> it's, it's like y'all make me get a little mad now. Like and then the sad thing is, it's like the women's titles look exactly the same. Yes. As the men's title, and it's like just one red and one blue. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, one better. one one red font and then blue font, and then the both straps are white, so it's literally the same freaking belts. And then don't get me started on the tag team titles. It's like it's like yeah. Uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even go there. Like, That's what I'm saying. So it's like when you see stuff belts like the TNA title back then. I guess you could say the TNA title that they introduced post Jeff Hardy with the victory roll thing was pretty decent. But anything that was like this TNA title, the uh, winged eagle, the big belt that's back there behind me, 
Stuff like that made you look like a world champion. Because every time I see that belt, I think of Batista, Kurt Angle, Triple H, Shawn Michaels when he was that brief champion. But like people like that, I think yeah. of those people. Uh, Booker T or King Stone Booker, Cold, like, Stone Cold with the Wing Eagle and the yeah. Attitude Era Wing Eagles. Like stuff like that made it. It's every belt look different. But when it's all a big prop, then I'm like, eh. <laughs> it don't take me out of the show. But it's like I just try. With your belts. Just try. That's all I'm saying. But back on track, Kurt Angle came out, Samoa Joe with Taz, Tracy Brooks, Charmel, TNA Tag Champs, Booker T, and Scott Steiner, uh, and Kevin Nash and a woman, I forgot her name, uh, sorry, for a promo. Uh, basically, this promo was Kurt Angle started by saying that Mick Foley allegedly won the TNA Legends title, basically disputing the win from last week because Sting caused a distraction. Bobby Lashley then calls all the damage and basically said he wasn't legal and says the outcome is null and void. But the TNA board of directors let the decision stand under the, the agreement that Kevin Nash gets a rematch at hard justice. I don't know about you, but Booker T Man. was distracting the hell out of me during this entire Man. <laughs> This man was standing like a Power Ranger the entire Bruh. segment, and it was distracting me nonstop. Was like, he was, yeah. a, and then, yeah, and, like. and then this man literally was walking up the stairs like this. Like, you, and then he started doing a little, little a little, a little, yes. little pizzazz and stepped through, and then said, <sighs> and then it, this man was on. I don't know if he was on autopilot because he was in TNA, which was like in his, I guess in his way was a downgrade from being in WWE for so long. You thought he was insufferable when he turned, when he on that SmackDown that we reviewed that one time with uh, him turning on RBD because he felt like he was bigger than SmackDown. He went down even more when he went to TNA. <laughs> so, that, you know, he was on autopilot because that man was literally just posing stiff like a robot like he, he he felt like he was bigger than everybody. He was like, I, like the way this man shook people's hands. He was this how he was looking. He was like, <laughs> he was shaking his hand like he was stuck, like 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 he couldn't move. Like he he was he was fresh off of having a breast reduction. When you when you having a surgery, you can't move. And the reason why I said that is because use that example is because my sister had a breast reduction when we was younger. When she was younger, so I knew exactly how she stood. She stood. He stood like my sister. Dang. Like a robot, like she, like he, like he had bandages on his on his shirt, move. like he can't move. So that's what I'm saying. That man was that's how that man was standing. So it and it it, it was distracting in a good way. Like I was just laughing the entire time at him, just standing there. But Kurt basically wraps up his promo and says a deal has been made, and out comes the world elite, being Eric Young, uh, Davari or Bashir. British Invasion and Kiyoshi. Uh, a bunch of random people. I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot all about Davari. Uh, he was in WWE. Eric Young. Obviously, I know who that is. Uh, British Invasion. British Invasion. I think I only know a little bit about British Invasion. A little bit. Yeah. I don't think I really saw them like that. Mm. You ain't really missing much. 
<laughs> like they were, they, 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 I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, I thought I, I, they were probably pretty decent though. That's what I'm saying. I'm just joking, but mainly, yeah, they was they was pretty decent uh, back in the day. But you're like I said, you're not really missing anything. Not really. <laughs> it's like you're missing. It's like if Emory wise, they was pretty solid. After, like I feel like 2008, 2009. But then after like 2010, when they broke up, it really wasn't as. They didn't really give a lot of footing to make me put them up there as a team that I would say, go out of your way and watch them. Gotcha. I'll tell you to go out of your way and watch Motor City Machine Guns, who we're going to see in just a little bit. I'll tell you to go out of your way to watch them, especially with the work that they put in from 2010, 11, 12, all the way until now. Those are the teams because they're still going now. So that's what I'm saying. Stuff like that, I'll be like, all right, do that. Uh, but yeah, they came out. Obviously, certain members of the the main event mafia aren't impressed, but they shake hands with the faction because they've made an alliance. They are a, a new union. Powers unite, pun intended. Basically, mm. that's the, the point of this show. Uh, Eric Young basically dick-rides Kurt Angle uh, a bit before saying <laughs> <laughs> this will be the most powerful union in TNA history and the most raspiest voice I've ever heard in my life, and then sends a message really? to the entire nation of America, a disgusting nation might I add, and says, what are they about to do to everyone's hero is the nation's fault. And boys, let the cleansing begin. And I'm like, all right, bro. You're not hurting my feelings. I like this segment, though. <laughs> Overall, I like this segment. I'm not going to lie to you. I like this segment. Booker T was the highlight of this segment for me. Yes. The memes I got from this man alone has been plentiful like i literally i think i screenshotted like 20 reaction pics from him and i'm probably <laughs> going to revisit this episode just to record like certain videos for that i can use on twitter like that's what i'm saying booker t was literally on autopilot i'm pretty sure he was probably high most of the time like he was literally but he had to be if he created black snow a few months prior to this so that's what i'm saying oh yeah definitely so, but, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So this was this this segment was pretty was pretty good. Uh, we didn't cut backstage to JB Jeremy Borash looking to get a reaction from Mick Foley about what we just saw in the ring. JB says he thought he'd never see the day of Kurt Angle and Eric Young standing side by side by side. And mm-hmm. Mick Foley Mick says that when egos get involved. Er- Everyone thinks they are bigger than the business, but the fact is no one is bigger than the business. No one is bigger than TNA, Dick Eater. Uh, JB (laughs) then asks Mick, what does he intend to do about all of this? Mick says, what do I intend to do? I intend to go to war, JB. So strap in because tonight will be a night that neither of us will ever forget. Pretty Mm -hmm. foreshadowing, if you will. Uh, then Sting and Bobby Roode clipped, uh, not Bobby Roode, Bobby Lashley clipped into the frame with Sting saying, it's showtime, Mick, in the most mellow tone possible. Like he's yeah. trying to sell me a bottle of cologne when I walk into Macy's at Lennon Square. <laughs> that's how, that's how mellow he said, it's showtime, Mick. And I'm yeah. like, why you sound like a sensational voiceover for, uh, <laughs> for Pornhub? Like, what are we doing here? Man. It's showtime. Let's watch. Watch. It's like he sound like not, not even that aside. Like if he want want to go even further, he sound like one of those uh one of those 
benediction uh, oh, pastors. Now that the doors of the church are open, oh, first timers, come on down. Come on down to God. Or at the end. Come on down. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. That's how mellow that man was. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. He was that, literally that mellow. Uh, Mick then says, let's do it. And then Mick, Mick says, let's do it in the most mellow tone as well. Like, like everything, the way that they was hyping it up, they were just so young with it. They were so mellow with it. Like, let's do it. And then they just walked out of the, out of the office. Back from the break, uh, we cut back to the interviewer, Lauren, who looks to get a reaction from Daniels uh, of Eric Young's alignment with Kurt Angle. But before that, I was legitimately stuck on this man's mustache and the position he was standing. Like he was like he was standing in the position like this, like he was super dude from all that. Like that's how he was standing. He was like, I am super Daniels. <laughs> Hear me roar, bitches. He's like, so anybody gonna talk about this man mustache? Or it's just me. No, for that's how I feel about when I see people with a toupee on their head. Cause I'm like, is that real? Or they mess with you can, me? And you can tell when it's a toupee. <laughs> right. Like, you can tell when it's a toupee. No back, I just be staring. Like, just. Like, what? what <laughs> Are they for real? <laughs> I just be so surprised I ain't get caught. Like just looking at people with that. <laughs> Don't I'm let like, me. And, and, th- and the thing is, the reason why I brought that up is because imagine watching this high, man, out your out your mind. I watched this stoned out of my mind, and I'm like. Y'all don't see that thing on his neck? Like, you just want to walk up to him and just smack it off his face. <laughs> like, take that off. Take that shit off your head. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? And then you're like, that wasn't fake. Oh, my bad. Oh, for real? <laughs> well, damn. Like, like well, ain't no point in me giving it back. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I could hear your mustache back. I don't know how you're going to readjust, but, you Sorry know. about that. <laughs> <laughs> you pull that shit off, you be like... <laughs> that was yours, for real? Wow. Damn. Sorry about that. Your bad. Yours. It be like yeah. that sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Lauren says, Eric Young has drawn a line in the sand, and he will make an example out of Daniels. Daniel says he wants to make an example out of me. Shame on him. After everything we fought for, for the last seven years, this is how he repays the fans, American fans, for their loyalty to TNA. You know what? Screw you, Eric Young. Screw Eric Young, Lauren. He wants us to stand up and take notice of him. Well, I have. What is it, Eric? You didn't have enough tension as a kid? Is that what it is? Why don't you be a man for once in your life? Stand up and be a man, Lauren. Or well, he said he said that too, Eric. I'm I'm sort of high. I got that messed up. But he said, "Stand up and be a man." And I'm like, he basically said, "You gets no bitches." Basically, that, that's, what, nice that's what that's what I picked up. He just picked it in a nice way. He just put it in a nice. He, like, he 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 said, "Oh, you didn't get no attention as a guy." He's because we at work. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna give you the professional version. Okay. Yeah, you get no bitches. I'm gonna give you the 2009 version because 2023 will be like, you get no bitches. You scares the hoes. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But Lauren says, I feel you, dog. But this what this is Lauren's response. She said, I feel you, dog. Uh, but you have a match out there tonight against Eric Young, and he got his boys, Kiyoshi and Bashir with him. You you sure you wanna? Go through this, and then Chris Saban legitimately bumps into the camera. He cuts into the frame, threw me off because I'm like, what the fuck? But he bumps into the camera right next to Alex Shelley. The Motor City Machine Guns, if you will. Lauren is appalled because they're interrupting her segment, but the guns are more confused with the camera breaking the fourth wall, basically complaining about not being on TV for the past month. And Daniel's had enough, and he pushes both men out of the way and says they need to see that their jobs are in jeopardy. And Alex Shelley, <laughs> Alex Shelley said, no shit, Sherlock Beard. Uh, we haven't been on TV in a month. He didn't say that last part. I, I made that up. Uh, Daniel said, cut the shit. The reason why they haven't been on TV is because they haven't done anything to get noticed. While they're out in the crowd holding up signs to complain like immature, immature jackasses, those guys out there are taking our spots one by one. So stop with the bullshit and let's fight. <laughs> Chris Saban after he walked off Chris Saban said well onward young soldier uh, we, we can try it Alex Shelley says they just want to be on TV basically stop complaining in fact stop be- <laughs> that's literally it stop being a little punk stop being a little bitch don't be like Eric Young don't scare the hoes just, just, just fight that's all I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> still, in the, still in the ring is the turncoat Eric Young, quote unquote, of World Elite. After aligning himself with the main event mafia, set to do battle against the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, or just Daniels, accompanied to the ring by the Motor City Machine Guns as backup. Uh, I didn't really take notes through during any of these matches because I was pretty much enjoying them. But basically, after the match, the match I wrote down, the match starts off smooth with Eric Young jumping Daniels before they exchange intense offense. The guns were just chilling as the other World Elite members kept getting involved, making this pretty much a three-on-one handicap match uh, a bit uh, against Daniels while Saban and Shelly were just scrolling through magazines. It wasn't Playboy. Uh, they had to be a little PG. And playing rock, paper, scissors, shoot at ringside. They was literally not paying attention to anything. They was just like, well, we out here. We're on TV. This match was so good, though. I can't even lie. I, did, I didn't really, like I said, I didn't take too much notes on it because I was enjoying it. Uh, as the match came to a close, then Daniels went for the BME, but Eric Young rolled out of the way. Daniels went for the Angels' wings, but with the ref distracted, Kiyoshi sprayed Daniels in the eyes with red mist before Eric Young hit a pile driver on Daniels to pick up the win, quote-unquote going against the unwritten locker room code of using a pile driver because it can cause neck injuries and spinal stuff. Uh, despite them not doing anything, the other two uh, hit double baseball slides, drop kicks on the, on the guns just because to send a direct message to everyone as Eric Young continues to celebrate to go to commercial break. What you think about this match? Did you enjoy it as much as I did, or you were you or did this get the ten seconds? So, no, no, no. Actually, this does. Actually, I'm gonna give it maybe a good twenty because I'm gonna make it short. Um, I did enjoy this match. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say it was as long as I thought it was gonna be, but I did like it though. No, oh, these matches I, didn't get that. Wasn't that long? I think it was more no, so about the weren't. segments. They weren't. 
which I'm kind of cool with. I think it was by, by being like promos cutting in. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of did it for me for a little bit. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, you know what? Like the matches weren't too bad. Like actually, they weren't. It's just they weren't as long as I thought. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Other than that, it was pretty. It was. It was, pre- it was pretty solid to start off the, the first match of this show. I wouldn't say start the match the show because we literally had a lot of shit in between. Right. But the, right. And then speaking of in between, we had a hard justice promo hyping up the pay per view with that song I was talking about. Got a little a head bop out of me. Back from the break, we get another rundown of what's happening on tonight's show, including an additional eight-man tag match out of nowhere. Uh, it was Team 3-3 and Beer Money versus uh, Scott Scott Steiner, Booker T, and British Invasion. We every then cut back. You said what? I said every time I hear Steiner, I think the Steiner brothers. Every time. That's literally them. That's it. That's him. <laughs> That's, him. that's so funny. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Steiner! <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time, man. They mark my brain for life. Every time. My bad. <laughs> They're awesome, though. <laughs> Steiner! <laughs> Steiner! <laughs> We then cut back to an interview with Team 3D and Beer Money on their reaction of teaming up. Bobby Roode said, "Let's not let's forget about their past and talk about Eric Young. He, he knows he knows him more than anyone. Being fellow Canadian, saying that Eric Young must have forgot how he begged for a job in this company, begging Jeff Jarrett for a job, and how he easily betrayed them. And says he'll be damned if he's going to dictate his future. So basically, at this point, I, I realized that this was basically a outsiders versus." homegrown story similar to what they're doing in AEW right now with Soraya, uh, Ruby Soho, Tony Storm, and Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, and pretty much every woman who is, didn't come from WWE. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I, and it was like, I'm like, I feel like we've seen this storyline a million times in my life. Whereas Outsiders versus, like the Nexus versus Team WWE, who else? Uh, yeah. Oh, WCW and ECW invading WWE. It's like I've seen this storyline. It's like I'm. It's like I've been here before. I've been at this plot device before. That's literally. That's basically. Turn that's basically, <laughs> that's basically uh, basic TV writing right there. That's all. That's pretty much it. Uh, Brother Ray. Oh, he said he'll be damned. He felt betrayed. He said he'll be damned if Eric Young is going to dictate his future. <laughs> Brother Ray says he can understand why beer money is. He's like, hey, yo, I understand why you're pissed, but nobody has more a more reason, any more reason to be mad other than he and Devon. It says they were screwed out of their match last week, their tag team titles next week, last week, and says if beer money is pissed, he's triple pissed. And then he screams some more before calling British Invasion, and I quote, big tea sipping crumpet Eating fairies. <laughs> I stared at this man for like five minutes when he said that. I'm like, you idiot. What does that even mean? <laughs> I'm like, yo, is that, ain't that food? Like, like, so they eating food like normal people? That's an insult? All right. 
We ain't forget about you before storming off. So Devon can say his old, oh, my brother, testify. <laughs> that was a segue into the next match, an eight-man tag team match. British Invasion's Big Rob, Terry, and Douglas Williams, accompanied by Brutus Magnus, fresh off of winning the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, thanks to Eric Young and Booker T. And Oh, Eric Young and Booker T and Scott Steiner of the main event Mafia with Charmel as well. And Booker T's walk during this entire <laughs> Oh, you could tell he was just cruising at this point. That man literally walked, stood behind Scott Steiner and just act like he was golfing. He just said, Sport. I feel like he was I feel like he was zoned out because he he didn't want to be there no more. <laughs> he was just like he was on autopilot. Yeah, all right. he, was like, okay. he was he was zooted out of his mind. He was literally not paying no attention. <laughs> he was he was just chilling. <laughs> and their opponents were none other than the cowboy James Storm and Bobby Roode, Beer Money Incorporated. James Storm coming out with his little uh his little cart, his little buggy. I always like that. Teaming up with Brother Ray and Brother Devon, Team 3D, the 22 time tag team champions. Y'all won a lot of titles. Dang. This is basically a standard uh, TV eight-man tag right off the jump. Brother Ray and Scott Steiner started the match with their respective teams. Uh, what you think about it? Was this one of those matches that kind of got the skip for you? Because I, I contemplated, but I just got on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got on Twitter. Like, I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. It was... Like I say, immediately. It wasn't a... I, it's like I sat through it. It's like every time I looked up, nothing was bad, but it was pretty standard. And it's like as soon as they tagged in Rob Terry, I just went straight to Twitter because this man was big as shit and he was terrible in the ring. The dude was stiff. Like the dude was yeah. not fluid. He was just muscle. Like, congratulations, I think. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, bye. The match <laughs> eventually broke down as Team 3D connected with the Wada. Before Ray calls for Devon to get the tables, and then Magnus call, literally jumps on the apron and starts calling for the rest of the world elite to come out. And then they do, but they are followed by Daniels and the Motor City Machine Guns because of what happened earlier. And then they are followed, they follow them by, and then the main event mafia run out, followed by Sting and Samoa Joe. All hell breaks loose, literally. Bobby Lashley squaring off with Samoa Joe. So much chaos. And I said, and I wrote down, I said, I think we made it to this point. We made it to that point where all hell breaks loose with uh, Tracy Brooks pushing Rude off the top rope, allowing for Rob Terry to hit a big spine buster on Rude to pick up the win for their team. And the brawl continues all yeah. over the place. Yep. We've made it to that point. The riot is about to start. And I barely pay, I barely roll anything down because I was literally enjoying every moment. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I didn't write down nothing. I was like, well, just, this is great. Keep just, it going. You just watch it. You're like, oh, shit. There Keep we go. Like, we cut back from break, uh, and the riot is still going. Security is trying to gain control, but they might as well call it a day because they're not controlling this. Uh, they use security cameras, which I liked. The, the secure, overhead security cameras on, on live feed. So they pretty much made it look like they basically utilize every camera camera available within existence on that show. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. So they basically set this up perfectly, like a riot. Like it, like you can tell that it was pretty much staged. If you angles, if you everything. if you pull back the the curtain, 
you can tell it was staged, but they pulled it off really well where you felt like everybody legitimately wanted to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> uh, they, they Like I said, they used security cameras, and then we saw uh, Kurt Angle being doubled up on by Mick Foley and Sting with Kevin Nash taking a nap in rubble in the back. Uh, Sting and Kurt Angle took bumps on a stiff table that l- literally would not budge, and they <laughs> kept brawling as another camera caught up with other things going on. It's literally brawls everywhere. Uh, next to the trailers, it literally looked chaotic, and that's was that was my favorite part. Like, don't make it look like it's staged. Just go insane. That's that's literally it. They kept ringing the, that damn bell for some reason. Like that would stop anything. So I'm like, please stop. Please stop. Let it just let it go. Like, just let the fight continue. Just like, man. <laughs> like you ringing the bell. Like that's supposed to do. Like that's You're supposed to do shit. You're doing too much, uh, brother. <laughs> Brother Ray kept hitting a table with a with a steel chair, with a, a Booker T under it. Uh, 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 like he literally was just hit, smashing the table. I'm like, he was trying to murder the man or give him brain damage. Uh, Sting and James Storm start hitting folks with tr- steel trash cans, and then bystanders in the park are just enjoying the visual. I'm enjoying the visual at the crib, so we we can we can agree on that. Then Daniels and the Motor City Machine Guns were just doing wrestling moves in the ring while the chaos was going on in the back. I'm like, why y'all wrestling right now? Fight. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Then we start hearing sirens. They don't call the cops. They don't call 12. Uh, They had this one one cop who came right out and said, now's my time to shine. Let me... me, me." I said, what y'all call 504? They had... No, did you see that one cop, though, who, who, who had the nightstick? Yes! The way he stood there and posed, he said, it's my time to shine. And then he started doing like this. I was like, man, get him off the force because he want to play. Like, he's like, he's playing on the job. He's like, stop it. Stop it. Like, that dude was literally. He like, got beat up too. Like, I would have beat him up. I'm like. That's what I'm saying. You playing. Like, what are you doing? Like, God damn. <laughs> if you're going to be the police, be the real police. Stop playing. Raggedy bitch. Raggedy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, get out. <laughs> Jerry, get your friend. <laughs> like if you go call if you go play twelve, at least be re- realistic with it, bro. Like you literally just exposed that y'all are not real cops. <laughs> <laughs> We done spotted that as soon as you did that stance. As soon as you did the stance, I'm like, you did the stance like you're in Def Jam oh. comedy right now. Like you're, in, like you're in Def Jam, New York. Like you just dancing. Like, I'm like, bro, I just bust. <laughs> it's like after that, I just bust out laughing when he did that. I'm like, yo, this is, this is comedy. Like, what are we Literally. doing here? Literally. Oh, <laughs> uh, but. But this was basically used to the, the chaos stop. It was literally after the, after the cops came and the dude had his shine on. That was used to stop the chaos backstage, and that was going to the break. It's like that was great overall. That entire segment was great. I had to, uh, I had to watch it more than once to to get these notes because the first time I watched it, I was literally zoned in. But after that, I had to like let me okay okay that happened that happened. Kevin Nash was taking naps, and he hit somebody with uh, the steel grail and or the, the barricade. Then, they, then trash started, and then I think Mick Foley at one point hit somebody with a box full of uh, those little, you know, those little, those little 
styrofoam things that they use the little paper plastic that they put in packages, the mm-hmm. little white thing. He used that, and then it started splattering everywhere. So I'm like, stuff like that just made me bust out laughing. That, the entire ride was chaotic and funny at the same time. But I need AEW or NXT to recreate this at some point. Yeah, that would be nice. But I, I feel like it will happen at some point, especially in NXT. Because... <laughs> NXT is basically an asylum, uh, an asylum, because they it's like everybody's either getting kidnapped, beat up, jumped in the yes. parking lot, or I've noticed that too. I'm like, dang, what is it with y'all getting kidnapped all over the place? What is this? Like, like Johnny Gargano just... got got his ass whooped in front of his wife and son. Uh, so it's like a lot of yeah, it's a it's a it's a, a, a it's a lot going on. A lot of aggression going on. <laughs> uh, that was just yeah. the middle of the show because we still got more to do. And I'm like, damn, that was my main event. But uh, I guess we can watch the rest right. of the show. <laughs> but uh, we got a lot more to do. As out next is a knockouts match with the future le- legend Alyssa Flash. This was the first person I had to research because I'm like, who? Right. <laughs> uh, we got a recap of her debut against uh, alongside Sarita. I remember Sarita. Uh, I don't recall Alyssa Flash. Like I said, I did research. She hasn't really been active since 2019. Oh wow! So where was she in 2019? Somewhere in the Indies. She hasn't, okay. she hasn't been in uh, in a major company in a hot minute. So yeah, she was somewhere on in the Indies. Uh, this is a tag team match as Tracy Brooks of the Main Event Mafia. After winning a last knockout standing battle royal to win a spot in the main event mafia, their opponents is Taylor Wilde and Sarita. Both women are still wrestling to this day. Nice. Uh, Sarita herself hasn't really been active in the American scene since she was released from the WWE in 2020 as a trainer. I believe she was a trainer or somewhere something behind the scenes. Uh, this match was pretty much non-existent at the beginning because they kept putting the camera on Tracy's body to admire, but. All I could think about was how she was built like a capital P. <laughs> or or a sleigh when you're riding down a snow mountain. Like, Dang. like I'm like... Not a capital P. She got bazookas, but no ass. Man. I was, I was like, what am I looking at? <laughs> I'm like... Oh. I just had to be real. I'm like, what am I looking at? Like, like, like What are we doing here? Um, and I believe she's someone who hasn't really been active. I think she retired too. So, right at the gate, Taylor Wilde exposed legitimately. She ex- Taylor Wilde exposed Tracy for how she was yeah. legit out wrestling her. She was she was literally quick, and Tracy was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. uh, both Sarita and Taylor were cooking respectively. There was a moment where Tracy Brooks tried to stop uh, Taylor Wilde, and and she and she was legit kicked in the head by Taylor. That shit was loud. Because I had my speakers up, so all her was pow. I'm like, God damn. It was super loud. Tracy obviously gave her a receipt, so <laughs> she got her comeuppance on that. Uh, during this match, TNA started piping in crowd noise. Uh, I don't know if you caught it. They sound like they were in the Thunderdome before the Thunderdome was a thing. Like, you heard, <sighs> I'm like. Yeah. But then when yeah. you look at the camera, at the hard camera, the crowd wasn't moving. Their mouth, their mouth was yeah, closed. Yeah, that's nothing true. I was like, wait a minute, what? Their like, mouth was closed. It wasn't <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trickery going on around here. Like, <laughs> this was the this was the Thunderdome before the Thunderdome was a thing. So, 
Sarita was so fluid in this match, it was insane. Uh, the ending came when Sarita slipped out and caught Flash slipping uh, to score the surprise win with the schoolgirl. After the match, the Sora loses attack the winners to get the last lap. This was a match that it was there, but if Taylor and Sarita wasn't there, I would I would have skipped it. Because in ring wise, it was like they was carrying this entire match. I mean, Alyssa Flash, I'm, not, I'm gonna give her a credit. She was hanging in there too, but you can tell who was meant to be there and who was not meant to be there. Uh, we get another. We get a TNA hype promo. This is a revolution. The revolution will be televised. This is, is he was basically like, This is the revolution. Are you ready? Cross the line. <laughs> they were basically begging the fans to watch the product. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back from the break, we're in the beautiful people's area. They're sitting on two thrones, Velvet Sky, Madison Rain, and Knockouts champion Angelina Love. They are interviewed by Lauren about Angelina's title defense on the next episode, which will be a four corners, four-way match involving Tara, Awesome Kong, and ODB, and herself, obviously. Velvet wasn't impressed with Lauren's hair for some reason. Angelina casually saying she was molested by Cody Diener. Accusations. Mm-hmm. ODB's boyfriend, um, Tara's tarantula, then went into an overdramatic reaction. Like, she literally went into an overdramatic reaction about nothing. I'm like, I don't know if it was just bad acting or what, but... Oof. Before <laughs> Velvet says she's sick of it and the beautiful people are going to do something about it, starting with old, dirty Butch. Pete Dunn? Mm. I, I was confused. I was like, yeah, I only know one ODB. When I heard that, I only knew one. I was like, wait, is it older the bastard? And then they went back. And then they went to what his was, and I was like, oh, okay, now I'm I guess and that's what they, I guess that's what they to me. When they said when I heard OD, when I heard old dirty butch, I was like, are we talking about the Bruiserweight from WWE? But then I was like, oh, her name is ODB, old dirty butch. Oh. Well, shit. Uh, I just it just literally clicked right now. Who's been? She's like, who's been going around whining about getting the title shot? And Velvet says Angelina's going to do it. Angelina says, Angelina says I ain't scared. And when I and she said that, I blacked out for a minute. Like I le- I legitimately stared into space. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> As I stop before you get to ten seconds. <laughs> nah, she about to get the block. That too. <laughs> I'm about to block her on social media. You know too much. Uh, matter of fact, I was about to turn the whole episode off. Really, when I blacked out, because I'm like, did she, she did not just say I ain't scared. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> uh, Angelina then challenged ODB and Cody to a match at Hard Justice against herself and Velvet before vowing to continue the fight or the good fight of fighting. Of getting rid of the ugly out of TNA. And Madison Rain was just there. She didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. We cut back to the parking lot now that things have settled down with Kip or Billy Gunn cleaning up the rubble while Hernandez walked up confused. This show is almost over and he just now showing up to work. Uh, Kip was like, where the hell you been, bro? There was a big <laughs> brawl and now I got to clean all this shit up. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, no, you don't. You can literally just walk away, bro. You're, 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 
You wasn't involved. So you literally ain't got to clean nothing up. <laughs> uh, next up, we get a word from AJ Styles, who's asked about everything that has gone down with AJ saying, this is basically an insane asylum. Before saying that despite all that he's focused on winning, not even a meter hitting this earth could take his focus off of beating Matt Morgan. Um, AJ, if a meter hit this earth, it would take your focus off this because you'd be dead. What if a massive meter hits this planet and takes all of us out? You'd be brawling Matt Morgan in the afterlife. Bruh. When he said that, I was like, I just looked at him, I'm like, bro, that no, you would be focusing on the meter because the meter would take the earth out. Hello. But he says he wants to be in the main event at Hard Justice one and done. We then get a rundown of the Hard Hard Justice paper, um, pay-per-view card, and on paper, it looks like a stacked card. When I watched it back, it wasn't a stacked card. <laughs> that shit was all over the place. It had its moments, but I pretty much went on autopilot the last time I watched Hard Justice 2009. Next up, we get a Hernandez hype promo sounding like a motivational speaker. Yeah, I saw this too. And I blacked out even more because <laughs> I could never get behind Hernandez at all. Yeah, this one got the 10 second for me. And when I watched this, I was like, what did y'all see in this man? Because this man clearly is not it. I don't know what we're doing here. Um, we got the motivational speaker of Hernandez before cutting to a sit-down interview between Hernandez and Mike Tenay about his recovery from be- getting attacked. I believe he was injured and he had to get surgery and all this stuff. They then got a backstory about his rise to in, in sports and then to wrestling, and then his relationship with his father and how patriotic he is. Then they talk about how about the LAX breakup, which was mainly due to the flag burning segment. Then, then and now they are focused on two different paths or two different things with Homicide focused on the X Division champion or X, being X Division champion in the X Division while he stay, he's still focused on becoming the TNA World Heavyweight Champion before closing out in Spanish, speaking to the Latino community. And then we cut... It was it was it was just a nothing interview. I just did not care. Um, I'm just gonna be real with you. And we then cut to a backstage interview with X Division Champion Homicide, <laughs> who isn't concerned about what Hernandez had to say. He's basically focused on being champion. And then name drops Samoa Joe, the Nation of Violence. He's not sweating Samoa Joe, especially with Taz as his coach. Basically saying his city is better than Taz's city. <laughs> then it's better than 13. Uh, and he wants him to come to hard justice with Joe because Joe, my partner beat you. I'm going to hurt you. So if I was you, you better polish your boots or whatever you do in Samoa because this island boy from Puerto Rico and also from Brooklyn is going to hurt you. Latinos, we don't die. We multiply and die. <laughs> One, eight, seven. Bria! And he said something that they censored to wrap up the segment. (laughs) All right, baby kids. All right, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, we don't die. We multiply (laughs) to live and die. So you 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 actually die. Right. Like (laughs) (laughs) made no sense at all. That's why I looked at him for I was just looking at him. I was like, 
Did you did you did you think this out loud when you said this? Because you said we don't die. Latinos don't die. Evidently not. But you multiply. But then say you die one eight seven. So you still die. Right. What are we doing here? <laughs> so this incarnation of LAX is no more, and we move on. Matt Morgan heads to the ring next for the next match in the best of three series. Then we get a promo with AJ Styles, a webography. Did you even watch this segment? No. I guess not. <laughs> he said if he, it's like, I, I wrote a little bit down before I blacked out and just skipped. Uh, he, he said, AJ said if he wasn't a professional wrestler, he'd be a cop. <laughs> and I wrote down, I believe you, he looks like 12. He looks... He looks like yeah, you, oh, you, you're used to AJ with beard and long hair. You're, you're not used to baby face AJ. That's probably why she just had an epiphany. She was like, no, wait, wait, yeah, that, I was like, dang, little AJ. <laughs> She's so used to WWE AJ Styles. Or, oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's baby face AJ, Le- legit baby face. Like he clean shaven, short haircut, country boy from Gainesville, Georgia. AJ, yeah, but he looked like twelve. He looked like he'll be somebody that'll be that'll be that'll be a cop. He said he said, "Oh, if I wasn't a professional wrestler, I'd be a cop." Yeah, you look like twelve. Dang. <laughs> he, he he basically told his backstory. He played football and then amateur wrestling. He's a Mario Brothers, Casanova, Castlevania, Metal Gear, Street Fighter too. He's basically a Nintendo guy, and he wanted to either be, he wanted to either be a basketball, football, or a baseball player when he grew up, but he couldn't. But do basketball because he was too short. This was basically getting to know you thing, and this is when I skipped because I didn't. Just, I just didn't care. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's too long. Okay, you're. you're, you're <laughs> it should have been literally like five minutes. This should have been on. This should have been on YouTube before YouTube was a thing. So, oh, this wasn't before YouTube. YouTube was a thing in 2009. Before YouTube got, before YouTube became popping. This is literally a YouTube segment. Uh, after a recap of AJ Styles and Matt Morgan last week, we get the second of the best of three series between the two before both men make their respective entrances. Matt Morgan's theme song was pretty good. <laughs> Screaming like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously AJ Styles theme is forever goaded for me. You are, you are. <laughs> I am, I am. You are, you are. Hey. I am, I am. Oh man, this is another match I, I um I instantly paid attention to because the bell rings and this match was instantly the battle of big man versus little man with Morgan eventually gaining full control. Uh, Morgan was playing around and got caught lacking, so AJ kept using his quickness and moves out of, out of nowhere to keep Morgan reeling each time. Pele kicks, uh, beautiful looking insecurities, all, all the whole nine. AJ Styles kept accidentally hitting the taunt button. Before going for the springboard 450, 
But AJ missed and was hung up on the ropes. And then Morgan connected with the elevator to pick up the win and tie the series up one to one. It was a decent match. Like it, it wasn't that long, so that's what made it decent. If it was long, then I would be like, all right. Uh, we then get a music video type uh, recap of all all of Victory Road, including one of the worst women's matches in wrestling history, Charmel versus Jenna Maraska. I probably should, you've never seen that match. I probably should show you that match to see why it's horrible. Uh, okay. It's that bad. <laughs> okay. We didn't get a, the Pope D'Angelo De Niro's coming soon, so this is when he made his debut. He literally made his debut in 2009, and they butchered this man by 2011. Dang. Yeah. Uh, back from the plugs, we see Kurt Angle leaving the arena, which JB asked, what are they? What are they retreating? And Kurt said, "Nah, blood. The cops got involved. We we gonna just sleep this off. We got families to worry about. We are not about to go to jail for this shit." And then he runs right, out. Pretty much. Abyss then psst, and calls JB over, looking all discreet, <clears throat> like, "Bro, you your big ass can't hide from nobody. You big as hell." <laughs> and I'm like, "Bro, what you psst, for?" Why? And then he brings up the $50,000 bounty on his head from Dr. Stevie. And then the camera, <laughs> the camera pans down and shows a hammer behind JB's head, behind JB's back. And I'm like, where did that hammer come from? <laughs> He's looking to collect the bounty and Abyss is hurt. He was like, we're, we're supposed to be friends, best friends. You're not going to try to collect the bounty, are you? Come on, JB. JB. JB says, it, it, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Man, he contemplates hitting his friend for a coin. He contemplates hitting his friend for a coin. And then Austin Creed or Consequences Creed or Xavier Woods pops into the frame. I'm pretty sure you probably was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I legit forgot he was still there at this point. I was like, that's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> But Creed confronts Abyss about what went down between them, and Abyss tries to apologize for attacking him. Dude, you're a monster. Stop apologizing, you bitch. Creed says he sent Jay into a dumpster and almost split his face open, and Abyss tries to continue to apologize, but then Jay Lethal clipped into the frame. Both he and Creed start attacking Abyss, and they was getting the advantage, but then Lethal was deep into his black machismo gimmick, and when he mentioned the bounty... Abyss snapped back into monster mode and pushed Creed off. And then Black Machismo called Abyss Andre. He's like, no, Andre. No, Andre. No. He, 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 was, he was basically feel like he was, he, I think he was at the moment where he thought he was facing Andre the Giant. Nope. No, motherfucker. That's Abyss. <laughs> but Abyss tossed him into the trash can. And when he tossed him into the trash can, when he said, no, Andre, no, Andre, I, I, just, I just started rolling. <laughs> I just bust out laughing. No Andre, no Andre, no, no. <laughs> and then the best then finished off Creed by yeeting that man into a door before shouting, I can't stand this before walking away pulling his hair. Man, you are a monster. Why are you a bitch? Damn. After another TNA hype package that we saw earlier, we see Steam make the slow walk to the ring as the main event is up next. IWGP Tag Team Champion Brutus Magnus, accompanied to the ring by Big Rob Terry and Doug Williams, makes his way to the ring as he goes one-on-one with the icon Sting. Referee Slick kicked them out, kicked the other members of the British Invasion out from ringside before the match begun. 
The match started with Sting going in on Magnus before he rolled out of the ring and he asked for more time. Well, he asked for timeout. But then after a while, Magnus caught Sting slipping and then he went on to the on the offense against Sting from here on out. This is a non-existent main event. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm, I'm just going to be real with you. Uh, this wasn't really a match after the break. Sting hit a, a standing enzy before regaining control and then lock, then locking in the Scorpion Deathlock to pick up the quick yeah. win. That was literally yeah. it. It was a one and done. It really was. It was quick. <laughs> I looked down. I looked up. I'm and like, oh, shit. Fight. And I was like, oh. I, I'm sorry. I looked down. I looked up. I'm like, oh, so this is it? All right. right. <laughs> after the match. It was literally that fast. I looked down. I'm like, huh. I'm, I'm writing down notes, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right. After, after the match, um, Magnus tries to attack Sting from behind, but Sting caught him instantly because he was yelling while running to him. Like, bro, we can hear you. I heard you. Uh, and then World Elite ran out, and it was basically two six on one until Bobby Lashley and Mick Foley ran out to even the odds. And then here comes the main event mafia. Kurt, Kevin Nash, well, Kevin Nash and Booker T took their time to get there. They were just chilling on autopilot, but they didn't leave. The numbers advantage is in their favor of this new alliance until freaking Hernandez ran out swinging a freaking chain. Like, that dude literally, a grown man, like, bro, you he literally sw- was swinging a big-ass chain. <laughs> Just running around, causing the group to retreat, which I get it. Getting hit with chains sucks, especially a big-ass chain that you have no control over. The baby faces stood tall to force the world elite main event mafia to retreat. The battle lines have been drawn to end the show. Overall, I enjoyed the show. The little bits and pieces that I skipped because no show is perfect, but I didn't hate the show. I enjoyed it for what it was. It was good. It was good. I, I liked it. I did. I really did like it. It man, that that brawl though. That, yeah, that was that the, always be like my highlight though. That's my that's my only highlight for the that that that. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it, it it was like it was so much. It was it, you can you can tell, and I like the way that they structured the um the build to it. It was like they alluded to it, like, hey, this will be a night that you'll never forget. Mm-hmm. This will be like they, they was like, okay, the world elite and the main event mafia or a unit that people are taking it personal because they, they Eric Young, who was a TNA original, betrayed the the front line, if you will, before, well, outside of Samoa Joe as well. So it was like he joined, he, he betrayed them and joined forces with him. So it made it, it made it intense when it happened. And it was so, some hilarious bits with the trash cans and all that. So the, the riot was my, my highlight. Right. <laughs> Emery wise, my highlight was the Yerrick Younger Daniels match. I enjoyed that one. But that concludes our retro review for this week for TNA Impact Cross the Line. Are you crossing the line yet? I'm not crossing the line yet. I'm pretty sure Swell's going to cross the line. And she's oh, yeah. ready for me to cross the line to move on from this segment. But that is your retro <laughs> review for this <laughs> week. <laughs> All right, now's the time of the of the episode where I shift the focus and hand the reins over. To the Queen of Rebels, to the, what she give us our top 
three trending today topics and discussions. So take it away, Queen Rabala. All right. So um, for all my lovely UFC fans, we got a couple events coming up in the month of March. Um, we have, oh God, why did I, I don't want to say this man's name wrong, but um, try your best. Back. Okay. Um, we have Edwards versus Usman. Um, that'll be Saturday, March 18th at 5 p.m. Um, EDT. I forgot what that stood for. I'm not going to lie to you. E- 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 <laughs> e- I can't say Easter Stand Time because that's EST, so I can't say that. But um, Easter definitely. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Um, it'll be in <laughs> it'll be in London in the UK. So um, I definitely am kind of looking forward to this particular match. Um, I think it'll be pretty good. So other than that, I'm pretty excited for it. Um, I can't wait to see you know, what's going to happen between these two. Um, also, we have Vera versus uh, Sadogen, I believe. That's going to be next Saturday, which is March the 25th. That'll be at 7 p.m., and that'll be in San Antonio, Texas, here in the U.S. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to those two matches. Um, also, as far as TV shows, I decided to take it back a little bit as far as like with the power series, um, power in general, I'm definitely almost finished with it. Cause I'm still in season five, but I decided to take it like way back because you went to the OG series. I went to raising Canaan because mm. Canaan is the one that said, you know, he, the one put ghost and Tommy on before they became ghost and Tommy. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just take it back. So I decided to do that first. Um, and speaking of power, there's supposed to be a season three. Yep. They come back on Friday. Yes. Season premiere is Saturday, March 17th. Friday? Is it it Friday? March 17th? Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday. Yep. So, yes, I want to say, please stay tuned for that. And, you know, check that out when you have time. I'm so behind on shows. (laughs) that's why i'm just trying to catch as much as i can even though i'm supposed to help set up for this dj for friday and saturday um subtronic he's from philadelphia so i'm supposed to help out with that but hopefully um that won't be a lot to do what with uh Um, with me traveling gonna be traveling a lot more this year i'm probably gonna have enough time to catch up on these stuff so oh yeah it will also you guys wrestlemania march not even in march april 1st and 2nd did I say that right? Yep, April 1st. So, yeah, y'all know WrestleMania coming soon. Make sure y'all have y'all rent and stuff up to date first before y'all start trying to go all the way to California. Because <laughs> California is more than rent money expensive. But <laughs> California is rent, house note, <laughs> car note, no car note. <laughs> and phone. Like phone, everything. Like that's literally everything. That's why people was asking me. They're like, "Hey, you, Rich, you gonna come? You gonna go to WrestleMania in Hollywood? I'm, I'm, I got money, but I'm not California rich. If I work it, I won't have to worry about how I'm getting there and coming home and all that. Nah, if I was working the show, then that's a different story. Like, if, like if they if they hired my if they hired a production company that I work for and they say, "Hey, we need you to be the audio or the co-op audio or the video." 
Yeah, yeah, I'll be there because I'm gonna be at the freaking I had, show. <laughs> I, fun. I did. I got a chance to have the tomb. I got lucky last year and got a chance to do it in Texas, so that was fun for me. But best believe, well, they weren't gonna let us just be coming down there with no, you know, no transportation. They ain't play that just so. <laughs> We we got taken care of. Like, but other than that, um, also, um, the Oscars. I didn't get a chance to watch everything. Oh, Angela should have won. Won her awards. Angela should have won. Angela should have won her awards. So let's not play. And I blame. <laughs> oh, you know. And I blame Will Smith. <laughs> because he slapped he slapped but, the fool, and then they started acting funny afterwards. So it's your fault, bro. That's very true. But um, other than that, please, um, y'all stay safe out here. Um, don't do anything dumb. Drink your water. Drink your Gatorade. Stay hydrated. Uh, this is pollen season. Make Stop sure you stop the bitches. Vertex, your Claritin. Um, what else? Algae message. Benadryl. Benadryl <laughs> is really number one. So make sure you lock in on that too um also i know this day has passed but i'm going to say it anyway um happy mario day mario day was on march the 10th um for all my nintendo fans um other than that um mario is coming out april 5th i believe super mario so i hope illumination does it justice i still like illumination because i love this pickle with me so are you I'm talking about like, the movie yes no it comes out April fifth. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you see it and tell me. I'm gonna let you see me. I'm gonna let you see it and tell and tell me about it on the show because okay. that's not a movie I want to go out of my way to watch. It's just me personally. So if I see it, that's yeah. it. I still ain't seen Ant Man yet. That's see? how bu- that's how busy I am. It's like I looked out and seeing Creed three because I was off that day, but can't really do like I can't do nothing when I, like money got to be made. <laughs> Right, like, but that's what I'm saying. I still didn't get a chance to go see Creed 3 because on my day off, we went to go see Cocaine Bear and Ant-Man back to back. That's another show I got to go see right. movie too because they got Cocaine Bear, then they got Cocaine Shark. Cocaine Shark. And I'm like, no, I'm good with the bear. No, for real, I am, seriously. Now, if I do decide to watch the shark, it'll just be because I done decided to drink. What timeline are we in? Man, I don't know. Like, if I do decide to go see Cocaine Shark, I better be with my cousins, my brother, and it better be a good night for me to just be like, yeah, I'll watch well, I'm going to need all the weed possible. So, I mean, I can't, I can't I drive. Like, I like Cocaine Bear. I need, to go with people, I need to go with people who can drive because I'm not going to drive. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, if, I smoke, if I smoke one joint, if I smoke one joint, I'm fine. <laughs> Because I have to smoke it before the movie, then that way it gives me time to sit in my system, and then it wears off by the time I'm driving. But if I'm going to sit through a cocaine bear movie or cocaine shark movie, I won't be smoking the entire time. <laughs> so, <laughs> like I have to be, <laughs> I have to be high the entire time. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing settling down. I'm going up the entire time. I'm riding the wave the entire time. <laughs> Ride the wave, ride the wave of ride the wave of Gresh and subscribe. YouTube plug. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. Please lock in for those. Um. As mentioned before, make sure you guys stay safe out here. Um. Also, uh, know that you're loved and appreciated. You're not a mistake. I don't know 
everybody else. But no, to me, I'm, 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 yeah, you're not a mistake. You're not a mistake. But there are some people. There are some people. No, you're you're not a mistake that you're still here. You're yeah. you're more than likely a oops. <laughs> <laughs> there's some Don't people make dumb mistakes. That's there, all I ask. There, see, that's the thing what people need to understand. You're 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 not a mistake that you're here. But some of y'all are some oops. You're an unexpected blessing. Yes. You're a new like, oh shit. <laughs> like yeah, babe, you're I'm, an unexpected blessing. Babe, I'm pregnant. That's you sure? Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny you said that because okay, so here's the thing. Um, me and my mama was having a conversation. I told her, I said, listen. In that time frame, once I, you know, it happens, I do get married and I become pregnant. If in the event, if my husband knows I'm pregnant before me, <laughs> we don't have to talk. I got to find out what is it about, what is it in his spidey senses that makes him like, no. Nah, the funny thing is you can, you can like, tell. I'm like, yes, you, he'll be like, yes, you are. The Let's fun, go take the test. The, like, the funny thing is you can tell when someone's pregnant though. If you if you do your research, or if you were fortunate enough to be raised around women who well, yeah. who are vulnerable around you, so you can kind of, I can picture if someone's pregnant. Okay. Mood swings. It like, be mood swings and certain things certain, they'll turn down that I'm that I that they're and usually certain like tenderness in certain spots. Okay. So like like a woman be like, babe, I'm feeling kind of like something's hurt, and then you be like, go take a test. And okay. like, and, 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 but some people, and, and that's what I'm saying. Some people just don't know. Like you just, like, some people are legit. Oops! Like I, I know, if, I know a few. Re- Chilling. They be like, man, no, like, stop no. Fun, no, 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 no. Fun. Okay. I'm gonna say for fun fact because I know a few family members that legitimately didn't know they was pregnant until it was time to deliver. So that's what I'm saying. Some people are legit. Oops. Some people are legit. Oops out here in these streets. So <laughs> you can't really. That's crazy. But you that got anything else? Um, other than that, no. Like, just have a great day and be safe. That's literally it because it's all. This typically comes out in the morning. If you're watching this, wherever you watch, wherever you, wherever you listen to your podcast, if you're on the train, if you uh do in the gym, hopefully you have a great day. Hopefully you you pumping some iron, getting getting, getting your body right, and to, to to bounce off her sentiments. Last quote before we get a bite of cheer out of cheer. And that is, you're beautiful. And it has nothing to do with your looks. You're beautiful for your ideas, thoughts, and mindset. And that's pretty much it. And with that being said, you guys stay safe out here in the world of unknown. But as your favorite voice that does the most alongside the queen of rebels herself and your purveyor of mischief myself... I have to remind you that of the one known, and that is you are appreciated, you are loved, and you are respected by yours truly for your support. Wherever you, wherever it is on Twitch, wherever it is on YouTube, make sure you guys follow us on, on social media at Gresh Unleashed. Make sure you follow me on social media at Josh Gresham ORG or at AOS Gresh on Twitch. Make sure you follow Swallow herself at Swallow the Bandit 13 on Twitter as well as Rebel Bandit. Any other numbers, or is it uh, forty-five underscore on Instagram? Forty-five underscore on Instagram. If, what if 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 you can't find that, just go to solo.to slash swella, and that's literally her hub for all links. And with that being said, you guys stay safe out here in these streets, and remember, like the sweat, the, the hoodie says that you should cop the merch. By the way, always eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. We out.
Be breezy. Bye, y'all.